space, space, space. What does space mean to you? Ever thought of going to space? For the longest time, making a career in space has been a pun fully intended distant dream. Until October second, twenty twenty two, when this announcement came through. I'm here today to announce a good and encouraging news to you. The country is to start the selection of a fourth batch of、um, astronauts for the mission, and then for the first time, they're going to recruit payload specialists、uh, from Hong Kong. So Hong Kong people will have a chance to be involved in the、uh, space technology work and then also to contribute to that. To infinity and beyond. Wait before you take flight. Let's try to understand this a bit more. What is a payload specialist? Usually, payload specialists are scientists or research、um, personnel in a relevant、um, specialist field. In、um, aerospace missions, they are responsible for carrying out、um, experiments in space. They also operate various experiment equipment and also support other astronauts.、Uh, With、um, managing um, the uh, station affairs, still not quite getting it. Well, I spoke to Professor Quentin Parker, director of the Laboratory for Space Research at the University of Hong Kong Faculty of Science, to find out more. This offer is very explicit. It's、uh, two payload specialists. For the spaceflight program to get to the Chinese space station and to become specialists in some of the experiments and scientific endeavours on the space station. Now, if you're a Taikonaut, you're just like a normal astronaut.、Uh, you have a lot of training. If you're a payload specialist, you also have to have additional expertise in given scientific areas. What kind of expertise are they expecting from candidates? Well, I think the clues were there when they're talking about, you know, some of the medical and biomedical aspects of of these payloads. Now, if you're going up to the Chinese space station, there's going to be two major science modules are being attached. One's already up there already. Another is going to go up later this month and going to be attached. So, these two major science modules will house a whole host of experiments from many different countries around the world that have put these ideas forward to have. Experiment. So the payload specialists will be looking after these. Will be tasked to perform, to undertake, to manage, to calibrate, you know, and to ensure that these experiments are working properly. Now you need trained scientists for that. That is why、uh, they're after people with PhDs. A technician is one thing, but having somebody who's a trained scientist with a proper development and depth of scientific knowledge and understanding with. Interdisciplinarity, of course, being a key as well, means that these people will have the necessary expertise to be able to do the most with what they have up there in space. So, apart from being a taikonaut, having to do all that training so you can actually be a taikonaut, be an astronaut, you also have to have this very strong STEM education background and expertise. Now you get the picture. So, if you are interested in applying, what are the specific requirements? Right about the、uh, payload specialist,、uh, there are certain requirements in terms of age. It should be、uh, between thirty and forty-five. There shouldn't be 
any allergy and there shouldn't be any history of illness and there will be um, specific uh, fitness um, check-up um, to, to make sure that people will fulfill the requirement. Physical physique, uh, there will be requirements on height for male, it is uh, 162 to 175 for female, 160 to 175. Now these payload specialists um, will be um, going into space and there will be specific fitness requirements. But why so specific? If I was an astronaut, I'd be floating in midair And a broken heart would just turn up to someone else down there I mean, a lot of the Taikonauts, you know, have come through the military, they've been fighter pilots and the rest of it. Uh, payload specialists are a solid different... Uh, a different pathway but you'll have to have rigorous physical training so you need to be physically up for it you need to be you know strong you need to have stamina and endurance you need to to be able to uh, retain a focus under difficult circumstances you know so you need to you know there'll be physiological and psychological tests that you know that you can stand up under pressure for example you need to know that you can um you know that you're not overweight that your heart's going to pump properly in space that you know that you have the right physical makeup as a human, to survive uh, the journey into space and spend uh, however many months uh, or weeks you will be uh, on board the space station. So there's, and these are just standard things that any national astronaut program expects of any of its astronauts, Taikonauts, cosmonauts, whatever you want to call them. Uh, you have to have, you know, a height is just so you can fit inside the capsule, you know, comfortably, you know, comfortably. So uh, uh, it's like, you know, fighter pilots aren't, can't be very tall either because of the limited space inside the cockpit of your fighter jet. And so, uh, you know, these are just uh, practical limitations on certain aspects of, of, of what it is to be human uh, and therefore that you have to fulfill. Assuming you can pass all those those things, then it's a question of, you know, your your attitude, your, your, your mental capacity, uh, you know, the ability to be trained effectively. You know, a lot of people fall by the wayside through this training program and at the start you might have uh, 10 at the end you know so it's it is uh, you know is a survival of the fittest it's very darwinian if you, would, if you want to put it that way yeah, but you know i believe that uh, you know our city has already passed very many darwinian tests in getting to where we are today so i have great confidence in the ability of our young people to step up to the plate and make the most of this wonderful opportunity opportunity mean for Hong Kong from students to researchers and even to the business sector who can benefit from this apart from the obvious two successful candidates selected in the end for me it's a catalyst this whole thing is a catalyst it speaks to uh, a bigger picture so yes there's only an opportunity for a couple of people but how it inspires our young people to get into stem education science technology engineering mathematics get into uh, the new space economy which is emerging rapidly and by 2030, the global space economy will be worth conservatively about 1.25 trillion US dollars. So, you know, the opportunities are there. Yes, parents, there is a huge financial market in space too. If you'd like to find out more, log on to the Innovation Technology and Industry Bureau's website itib.gov.hk The selection will start from the 6th to the 27th of October. Now, we will go through a number of organizations uh, with their first uh, pre-selection exercise. First, the 11 local universities, two 
the five research institutes in Hong Kong, as well as the Hong Kong Productivity Council, three fiber port and um, science park um, research and development um, organizations and businesses for government departments and the hospital authority. If there are organizations outside of these four groups, and if there are businesses uh, which want to sign up, the SL government would also consider. Yes, you can apply right now. Now, next week, we're going to go for a deep dive into space careers, the whole space economy, and what astropreneurs mean with an in-depth look into where China's space technology is at compared to the rest of the world. Join us next Wednesday as we continue our space adventure here in the Common Room.